Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. don't get it done. You just don't finish. Okay. Temptation could be uh, the temptation to move too early outside of God's will. Maybe there's something you want and, 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 and you know, God is kind of nut, kind of, kind of pulling your reins like, nah, not yet. It's not time, but you know, you want to jump at it anyway. Temptation could also be the temptation to quit, right? The temptation just to give up. The temptation to give up on uh, a marriage, the temptation to give up on, you know, a job, and you know that you're supposed to be there. So temptation is more than just trying to meet a physical need, all right? But the enemy, the devil, because we do have an enemy, right? He's the devil. Um, he and the devil, you know, when I think of the devil, I don't think of, you know, the horns and the cape and the tail and the pitchfork and this big scary dude, I think of Richard Pryor from the Wiz. <laughs> right? You know, you know the, the Wiz is like, you know, and you go around the corner, it's Richard Pryor like, hey, you know, what's up, you know? That's, that's, that's what the enemy is. The enemy tries to make himself appear like he's powerful, but we know that he is a defeated foe. Amen? Amen. So, he only really has one trick when it comes to temptation. One main trick. I won't say this is, I I, I have all the answers because I don't, but I found to be true that he has one trick, and that is to convince us that we're missing out on something. That we have, that there is a need that's not being met by God. Isn't that what he did to Eve? In the garden, Eve had everything. I mean, I mean, literally everything. And the enemy was able to slither in and through the power, again, he didn't come as a big raw, right? Through the power of suggestion, he got her to think and question, do I really have everything that I need? Is God holding back from me? And if God is holding back from me, why, why shouldn't I partake? Why shouldn't I grab this fruit and just do what I got to do? Right? But how many of us know if you have God, you really have everything you need? Now, it may not be made manifest. You may not have it in your hands. But when it's time for you to have it, when it's time for that need to be met, he's going to meet it. Amen? So, Here's some things that I want us to keep in mind as we, you know, as the, you know, 
as the enemy tries to trick us to, to think that we don't have everything that we need, and he will also give us the desires of our heart. I don't want to leave that out. There's you like, okay, God meets my needs, food, water, shelter. What about companionship? What about, you know, some goals I have with my job and my career? Yes, yes, yes. He hears all of that, and he's mindful of all of that. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches in glory. Now, the enemy wants you to think that you're missing something, but we all know that that's a lie. Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Right? That's good news. Psalm 34 and 10, one of my favorite ones. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those that seek the Lord lack no good thing. That is good news. So, so the enemy is slick with his, with his tricks, but, um, but, but, but we just revealed one of his main tricks, right? It's to convince us that we are missing something in our lives. But what do we do with all of that? Okay. How do we manage temptation? Again, we know we can't... It, you know, until we're, we're with the Lord and we're out of this skin that we have, this flesh, we know that we'll battle it, right? But what do we do when we are tempted? Okay? All right, let's, let's go to the scriptures. If you have your Bible, go to James 4 and 7. James 4 and 7. You are greater than your temptation. All right, James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay? All right, there's your answer, right? No, not quite, because what does resisting the devil look like? How do I resist the devil? What does it mean to resist the devil, especially as it relates to my temptation? Okay? Glad you asked. Uh, Matthew 4 and 1. And we're going to spend some time here in Matthew 4 and 1. And while you're going there, this is when Jesus was led in the forest, and again, in the wilderness, and again, Jesus was tempted. Uh, which is good news for us because he overcame everything we would ever be tempted by, right? So he was tempted by the devil face to face. I mean, we're, you know, with us, it's just whispers and suggestions and, man, go on, do that, go on, do that, right? But Jesus was face to face with the devil, Richard Pryor, right? No, <laughs> we'll make Richard Pryor the devil. Um, let's start right there at verse one. We're just going to read and, and we're going to pull out a strategy here that's going to help us resist the enemy. Then Jesus was led. I'm reading from the, um, the ESV. All right. And so it may read a little different. That's fine. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Okay. So right there, sometimes God in his infinite wisdom and knowledge will allow us to be tempted. Okay. 
He will allow us to be tempted, just like he tempted Job. He allowed Job to be tempted. He allowed Jesus to be tempted. Sometimes God allows temptation, you know, but it's, it's funny because I don't have an answer to this. I just find it interesting that Jesus prayed in the Lord's prayer, Lord, lead us not into temptation. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just think that's interesting. I don't know what to do with that. I just think it's interesting. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came unto him. So now when did the tempter come? The tempter being the enemy, the devil. The tempter came when he was at his weakest point and when he was alone. That's very important because that's when a lot of times we fall to temptation. When we're alone and when we're weak and when we're hurt and when we're heartbroken and when we don't have the answers. I mean, you're not going to be, you're not going to fall to temptation today because we're going, you know, hey, we're going in on temptation right now, but around Wednesday, when that boss, oh, you know, you was, was about to tell him something, you know, oh, when the kids are, or, you know, uh, maybe it's, it's some sort of relationship issue or, or, or that goal just seems so far away, that's when he slithers in and he gives you other options. Verse Three, and the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, very important, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Okay, I want you guys to see a pattern. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, Throw yourself down, for it is written. Watch, you see that? You see the enemy? He, he'll use some Bible, too, you know. He'll, 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 he'll let you quote a scripture that'll, that'll justify your sin, right? <laughs> right? That's why it's very important to study and the right way to study. Amen. But if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you. Okay? And uh, on their... And on their hands will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Okay? He, 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 he's, he, you know, there's a pattern going on. I, want, I, I mean, I know y'all probably got it by now. But again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, verse 8, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you. The enemy has a vision for your life. He has a vision for your life. God has a vision for your life. You have a vision for your life. Hopefully it matches up with God, but the enemy also has a vision for your life. The enemy wants you in his camp. And that doesn't mean that you're, you know, you, you wear um, black T-shirts and skulls and whatever. No, that, does, that just means what he'll do is he'll get you to worship yourself so he can use you and then allow you to make others fall. I, I can't tell you, um, again, how many, how many couples, man, Deesa and I both know that, you know, that, that, that kind of thing, that kind of entitlement came in to one and, you know, they was like, you know what, forget God. I'm just going to go for myself. And whatever that meant, whatever that looked like, 
And that couple is not together anymore as a result of it because the enemy wants to destroy families. So, you know, he will give you what you really want before time out of God's will. But know that there will be some repercussions because the enemy is not like Jesus. Jesus gives us things unconditionally. The enemy is going to require something. <laughs> He's going to require something in return. Like, nah, nah, bro. You, yeah, you got that, but I'm going to need that soul. Okay, I'm going to need that marriage, though. Yeah, yeah, you, you had your fun, but I'm going to need that marriage. I'm going to need that job. Yeah, you don't, come on, give it up, give it up. Because the enemy is not an unconditional lover. Okay, amen. Um, let's, let's go. And he said to him, all these I will give you, verse 9, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan. Here it is again. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Here is the one thing if, if Pastor Broderick comes back and says, okay, what would you learn? Okay, this is what I want you to tell him. Use the word as your weapon as you battle temptation. Amen? Don't rely, amen. Don't rely on your willpower. Don't rely on your grit. Don't rely on your, on your steadfastness, your stubbornness. Don't rely on you. By quoting the scriptures and finding scriptures that, that directly um, um, go or, or cover your situation, you put the focus on him. Because what happens is our focus is on that thing. And now, okay, so why do we use the, the, the scriptures? Well, does the scripture have some magical, like, power? Well, I don't believe it's magical I do believe, um, based on what the scripture says about the Bible or the word being the sword of the spirit, that there, that some things do happen in the spirit world when we begin to proclaim God's word. I, I, I believe that. Okay. Um, but the main thing it does is it shifts our focus and it, and it gets us thinking about the right thing. So think about it. Maybe while I was speaking, the Holy Spirit um, brought something to your mind, okay? Maybe it, it was something that, that you were battling or, or, or a temptation or, and, and again, temptation is not all physical. Uh, I have to get my physical needs met. I mean, we have heart temptations. We have the temptation to, to not be forgiving. We have the temptation to, to not be loving. The temptation, I mean, there's, I mean, look. We could spend literally all day going through temptations and not really scratch the surface of all of them. But you can manage all temptation the same way. By getting on Google, (laughs) putting in scriptures for blah, blah, blah. And what you'll see is before you finish typing it out, you know, somebody's already searched it. So it's going to pop up anyway. Right. You scroll down, you click. And, man, so many websites and resources out there. So you don't necessarily have to be a scholar. I mean, the, you know, the work, a lot of the heavy lifting has been done. You just go online, Google, boom, got it. You know, I'm telling you what I do. I got this from Charles Stanley, right? He, um, he writes a scripture. 
I don't do now. I don't want y'all to think I do this every day. Okay, I don't. You know, I don't want to stand up here like yes. I'm super scripture uh, index card, man. I'm not. I don't do this every day, okay? But, um, but when I need to, you know, I say, okay, I need, to find me, I need to find me a scripture. So I go online, do whatever, Google, write it down on the index card, and I just keep it like in my pocket or whatever. So throughout the day, I'm meditating on it. Um, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking about it. And, and it really helps reshift my focus. All right, so that's what, that, that's what that looks like. It's a very simple tip. It's not anything profound, and that's what I love about Jesus. Because if you ever have a question about how to handle any situation in your life, look and see what Jesus did. It's, it's real simple. And what he did was, he's Jesus, so he didn't, he knows he's, he's going to be our example. So he didn't do some super deep, super spiritual ritual or whatever. He quoted scripture. Because that is something that all of us are able to do. Amen. So, so, so think about that one temptation in your life. And maybe you already have a scripture. You just need to kind of meditate on it. Maybe you don't. Okay. So if you don't, I'm, I'm, I taught school for 13 years, 13, I think 13, years. 12, 12 years. Um, and I, I used to give a lot of homework. So I'm not gonna give you guys a lot of homework, but I'm gonna give you some homework. Okay. Here's your, here's your assignment. Your assignment is to think about whatever, temp, whatever tempts you, be it big or small, right? Go to Google, find a scripture that goes along with that, that, that kind of covers your temptation, or two, or three, and just meditate on that throughout the week. And, and, and just look at the victory that you will have by the end of the week. It's going to be amazing. Now, think about if... Everybody in here did that all week long. And when you come together to worship again next week, how much power will be in the room and how much victory will be in the room? If everybody just kind of did their homework and came together and was just charged and energized by the word of God, having gotten a victory over the enemy all week. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for making us greater than our temptation. God, we thank you for making us victorious over the enemy, Father. And we thank you that that these are very simple things that we can do just to make sure that we maintain and keep what you've given us, which is the victory. So God, I pray for everyone here. God, be with them and go with them um, as they go throughout the week and give them the scripture. God, I just pray for the scripture that covers what it is they're battling and dealing with, Father. And I pray for the courage to actually face that thing that they're dealing with and battling, Lord. God, we thank you. In Jesus' name. If if there's someone in here, maybe you have, um, you know, never received Christ. Okay, maybe, you know, you're not tempted because the enemy has you in his clutches already. And maybe you're ready to come and to kind of give that up and, 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 and repent and, and, and come and test this victory out that we all have. If that's you, you can come forward, you can raise your hand and someone will come and greet you and lead you to Christ. Is there one? 
Is there one all over this room? Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand of praise for the victory that you're going to experience throughout the week. Give the Lord a hand of praise for the victory that Mosaic will experience collectively next week in worship. Amen. Come on, jump up on your feet. Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor B said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others, our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.